Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war So this is a time of the year where many of us come up with resolutions. We sit back and we look at our life and what the past year or past decades, you know, we've done or wanted to do. And we're just reevaluating, right? Um, so many of us want to know, why are we here? What are we called to do? What is God's plan for our life? It, it oftentimes things that we do in this life or the things that we give thought to or our attention to distracts us from our purpose. And so in this episode, I want us to look at our lives, to take inventory and to see what is the higher calling that God may have for our life? We're going to do that today on this episode of Nurses Out Loud. And I am your host, Nurse Jody O'Malley. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to me. Um, you know, throughout the show, uh, you'll learn a little bit more about me. And I'll share some things with you that you may not have known. But in June of 2020, when the world was just going crazy, I had submitted to God. And I said, you know what? I can't do this. Like I, everybody's going crazy. We are doing things that are going to harm people. I, I saw it and it's just maddening to me that many in the healthcare profession did not recognize that we were implementing things that was going to cause panic, fear, depression, anxiety, suicide, people turning back to their vices that they may have already conquered for years, right? Like alcoholics, uh, drug addicts, uh, sex addiction, those types of things. I just knew in my heart of hearts that everything that we were being told to do was going to heighten this to a level of an epidemic, really, you know, and I see it oftentimes in the hospital now that I'm back. Yes, I am back. I don't know if you heard my last episode. I talk a little bit about that, but um, I, I'm back. I'm back in the ER. Um, but the only reason I'm there, guys, is because I feel that that is God's will for my life. And so, and this show today, you know, I, I want us to really look, be introspective, right? 
be silent. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. I was listening to Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Uh, he's a messianic preacher. And it was a short little sermon that I heard. And I thought, you know what? This is what I'm going to speak on. This is what I want to talk to you about today. And, you know, when we take inventory in our life, like whatever is not just sharp and consistent and focused is dulling us. Take a minute to, to think about that. What is it? in your life that you are have a clear focus, a clear purpose, and are driven to fulfilling that every day? Well, if it's not the purposes in God, what he's called for our lives, then I think that is where many of us are, are falling off track. Many of us are just spinning our wheels doing things, you know, and is it what God for the plans I have for you, saith the Lord? Is it for his purpose and his plan for our life? Because when we have sin or attitudes or just different distractions, or we're looking at different idols in our lives, right? Whatever that idol may be, maybe that idol is you know, um, food or just, um, you know, being just super hyper aware and focused on, on what we are paying attention to. What are we filling our minds with? Is it the TV, right? Is it, is it that we can't relax at night or go to bed without watching our favorite episode? And I'm not saying that that's not bad or that's bad, but I'm saying, where, where is God in all of this? Is he the first person that you wake up with? Is he the first person that you go to bed with? Are you talking with him throughout the day? Are you reading his word? Is it imprinted in your heart? These are the types of things that I am saying, because when we have this sin or, or just bad attitude, right? Maybe you're that person that says, I don't like people. I, I would much rather be around um, animals than people. Like that's, that's a bad attitude, right? Like we are supposed to love one another as ourselves. I don't think God in the word of God says anything about loving animals um, more than we love people. Like, I, I understand the sentiment. Trust me. I mean, <laughs> I used to say all the time that I feel that people are genuinely good. But what I feel people are, are genuinely, generally self-protective, right? They're going to do what benefits them and they don't want to risk being uncomfortable. But say for me, you know, um, you know, let, let's talk about sin. And I'll talk about gluttony because that's my problem. I'm not this overweight because I have a bad thyroid or something like that, right? Like I, I have my, I'm healthy, you know, on paper, um, my blood work, all of that is healthy, but that has been my vice and it's just been really hard to break it. But I feel that that is me 
not taking control of that is dulling who I am. It's dulling my mind, right? When I when I overeat or when I eat a, a, a food high in carbs, I'm, I'm not at my top. I don't have the best energy to face the day. But when I almost eliminate them out of my diet, I have a clear focus. I am purpose-driven. I am not tired. I have energy. And so for me, that, that I think, you know, it was laid on my heart actually when I was backpacking with Benjamin, my son in Europe in December, we were walking and we were walking through the the town and all of a sudden, just out of the blue, I get this message like, you pretty much, I mean, it's hard to like put in words, but it was essentially saying, lose the weight, be your absolute best self and see what happens. It was essentially that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, for, for so, for so long, these last couple of years, I have just been sitting there at the end of the day and, you know, finding the comfort in food. And granted, I, you know, I've lost weight. I'm not saying that I haven't lost weight, but when I just came back from my celebrating my 10 year anniversary as a nurse with my friend, I came back and I got on the scale and I gained 10 pounds. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, what does that make me want to do? That makes me just want to eat, you know, that pizza one more day before I start again tomorrow, you know? And, and it's not to say that I can't do these types of things and go on a trip and travel, but I have to be focused. I have to be clear. I have to get it out. I have to get that out of my life for me to see what is it that I could do and be and accomplish when my energy is at the highest level every single day, you know? So that's what I want you guys to look at here is what sin do you have in your life? What is your attitude? What may be distracting you? from walking in the plan that God has for your life. Think about that. Think about that for a little bit and then revisit revisit that topic. Because guys, whatever is not clear or is questionable, something that we just keep going back and forth with, back and forth, back and forth, like whatever that is, that's not our path. We, we are falling off of that path. We're, we're, we're on the path, right? Imagine this. We're walking and we're like, yes, I know I'm, I'm getting to point B and I have, I have a plan on how I'm going to get there and I'm going. Well, something distracts us from that. Now, now we're faltering on, on our initial goal, our plan. We, we stop maybe and, and, you know, visit with some people. But that was a distraction. 
we had a, we had a purpose. We had a, an appointed time to get to point B at this time. And we see that dog and we pet him and that takes the time off. We sit and, and talk with people that takes us off of the path. It's not to say that those things are bad and we shouldn't do them, but what is the, what is the distractions in our life that is a detriment to us pursuing and fulfilling our goal? Because whatever it is, get it out, get it out. You know, I, I, I spoke, you know, a few minutes ago about habits and, and that's like, is my habit of overeating or eating poor or making poor choices in my food? Is that consistent with my calling? Because I, I know it's dulling me. I know it. It's like, I need to be total. I need to be whole. I need to be 100%. You know why? Because God told me that. He told me that in my spirit and I couldn't shake it. It was like, oh, okay, Father, you want me to be all that I can be. Get my physical body and in turn, my spirit and my mind to be a hundred percent, to walk out there and say, look at me, look at what I've done. Look at what I've been through. But you know what? I, I'm in control here. The enemy is not in control. Anybody that you see that's over, I won't say anybody, but for the, the most part, for the very, it, it's the same. Well, let me finish my thought. For the most part, anybody that you see that's carrying, you know, 50 extra pounds of weight on them, there, there's an issue there. There's an issue. And, and for the vast majority of people, one little pill, like a thyroid pill or something, isn't going to change them. And so I don't want you to think that I am like talking down to you if you if you are overweight. I'm just keeping it real and I'm using myself as an example. There's nothing wrong with my body or my health. It's all in the choices and the habits that I have created. I have made it habits. And I've been pretty upfront and and honest with you guys you know, throughout this time of us, you know, being together, it's going on probably almost a year and a half of me being on air. I'm pretty upfront and blunt with my issues. And here I am still talking about it. Why? Because the enemy has control over me in that manner. And I know this and I think about it and I make steps to change it. But then other choices that I make, like traveling, right? It, it throws me back off. And so just sit there and, and think for yourself, what habits do you have right now that is not consistent with your calling? Because you know what? Whatever is dulling you is not a habit that you should keep. I guess that that's a good way to put it.
Whatever is dulling you is a habit that you need to break, whatever that is. Because once I think that we break free from these habits, we're going to be 100% on fire, all out for fulfilling the purposes and the plans that God has for us. So, you know, it's like we, we have a choice to make. And, and we can decide that. We can decide that right now. Are we going to just be comfortable and going to hang out on this earth, trying to find that comfort, not doing anything that gets us off of our, the, you know, this throws us into a state of uncomfortability? Because we're not meant to be on this earth to be comfortable all the time. Because when you're comfortable all the time, you don't grow. You don't change. It's like people, you know, my mom, I'll take my mom for an example. My mom is 70 years old and she is going to school. If that wasn't comfortable for her, but she went back to school and she takes, you know, 12 credit hours of all these different art classes because she had realized that she had given that up when she became a mom. And then she forgot about it when she was in her relationships. Now she's single and she's saying to herself, I miss art. And you know what? She's really, really good at it. She makes the cutest things and gives it to us. But it certainly was not comfortable for her to do, right? So I guess there, there you have it. Sit there and think about... Do you keep doing the same things because it's uncomfortable to do something different? It's like exercising or walking. Man, I was on a roll. I was on a roll. I did it every single day for a couple of months. My dad came into town. I kind of got off base a little bit but I still had a goal. I still was disciplined, right? I was disciplined in doing it. And I would have a cup of coffee with him and then I'd go out for my walk. But then I went away on the trip with Benjamin for a month and I walked pretty every day, you know, 10, 15, 20, 25,000 steps on a lot of days. And I, and I thought, okay, good. Well, I came back. And I got sick, you know, with that, you know, bug that's been going around. I call it the white lung disease because that's what I think I had was a walking pneumonia. But that, you know, I've been feeling great for the last month, you know, or longer. But I didn't get back into doing it because it was uncomfortable to begin again. And today actually was the day I said, I am beginning today and I am going to be disciplined and I am going to heed that little voice that came to me in Greece, walking through the town of Crete that said, get it together, girl, get it together. I have a plan for you and I need you to get it together. And so that is what I am trying to do 
right now. Right. I mean, it's this whole last three years has been uncomfortable. There's many different things that I didn't want to do, you know, um, but I thought, you know what? I we're all going to leave this earth. We're all going to leave here. This earth is not our home. And the and the quicker we realize that. And really sit there and, and care more about what our next, our eternal experience is going to be. I think the more focused we can be on the things that we need to do to prepare. When, when God meets us and we go to the judgment, the judgment gate, right? And he questions us about our life. What are we going to say? Are we going to have excuses then? Are we going to say, I didn't want to get up early before everybody woke up in the house to spend time in the word. I didn't want to get up early to go for a walk and listen to a sermon. I didn't make time for you, Father, because I was so busy trying to father or mother my family. But he is the most important person in our life, right? God should be the number one person in our life that we are consulting, talking to, reaching out, learning more about. How, how are we doing that? How are we learning more about him if we're not reading the word of God? If we're not hearing other pastors that we like and respect? I mean, that's a whole nother topic to be careful of the, of the pastors because there's so many of them, I think, that live more in the world, in their physical world, than in the spiritual world. Many people get taken off of their path, you know, when power, money, influence comes into it. Um, so really be careful of the pastors that you are listening to and really, you know, um, translating or helping to decipher what the word of God says. I believe that when we sit down and read the Bible, the Holy Spirit will begin to work in us and through us, especially if we are asking for that leading. You know, guys, on, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk more about this, um, about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness, about coming up with a mission statement, right? Something that you actually write down and <clears throat> it can get your thoughts out on paper. You know, we're going to, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about what are you called to do, you know, and, um, and what's God's will for your life and about living proactively instead of reactively. So we're going to do that on the other side of the break, but before we go, I do want to give a shout out to Asia. Um, Asia came through for me again. You know, I I talk about the 
the redox, um, the re re revitalizing redox gel that they had. And I, and since I'm back in the, in the ER and I'm starting to use the, the alcohol again, right. Coming in and out of the room and stuff, my, my hands, um, started getting this almost eczema like appearance on the palms and becoming very, very dry. And so I started putting that on and just, I mean, literally within a day, I could see the improvement in the palms of my hand. So um, check out ASEA, guys. It is our flagship sponsor on Nurses Out Loud, and there is an absolute reason for it. Um, you know, I also take the, the um, <clears throat> excuse me, I also take the the supplement, um, I ingested two ounces in the morning and two ounces in the evening. And that just goes systemically throughout my body. And I've, you know, been without it for a little bit. I didn't have it when I was traveling because I couldn't bring it, you know, in my backpack. And, um, you know, I'm just very excited to get started back on that again. And, I, I feel the difference in my body. So I'd like to hear your experiences with it, or if you have any questions um, on the product, uh, you can reach out to us at nurses at americaoutloud.com. That is nurses at americaoutloud.com. And check out our shop, americaoutloud.shop and receive the exclusive discount for our America Out Loud talk radio listeners. And we will be right back after the break. It's time and this is world. Asia believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them. From improving immune health and supporting gut health to reducing the appearance of wrinkles and even improving mind, mood, and energy. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research, Heal Right is effective but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. Visit HealRight.com slash OutLoud or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OutLoud for 20% off. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. 
You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. Well, the year 2024 is upon us, and it is our chance to get it right and take back a free America. AmericaOutloud.news is your source for uncensored and factual news that facilitates truth and unity among all Americans to restore that American dream we have always cherished. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. All right, guys, welcome back. Thank you for joining me. I am your host, Nurse Jody O'Malley, and you can listen to my other amazing sister nurses, um, uh, Nurse Michelle and Nurse Kimberly on Wednesdays and Fridays. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we just started doing something new, which on Tuesdays, it is the Nurse Q&A, where we are answering your questions And then, and actually, I think it was last week, we had Dr. Richard Urso on um, to tackle some of the questions that we did not feel comfortable answering, but wanted to give you a response. So from time to time, we will have um, other experts weighing in on the topics with us. And then on Thursdays, we have the nurse news analysis where we will cover topics of interest throughout that week and give you our um, perspective and our opinion on it. Um, We really appreciate you guys tuning in and sharing our shows and sharing it with other, you know, your friends and your family and your network, because we are consistently in the top one to 5% of podcasts worldwide. um, And that is in over 3 million podcasts out there. So thank you so much, much love and gratitude for you uh, tuning in and sharing our shows. And so let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Like, what is of God? You know, we, we know what is good is of God. What is distracting? What is dulling us, dulling our spirit, duller, dulling our physical body, dulling our mind is not of God. And so on the first half, I ask that you take inventory, look at your life. And and see whatever is not sharp and consistent and focused and has a path um, that is probably not of God. And 
now I just really want to drive that home for you. Like, how do we know what is the will of God, right? How do we know what his plans are? Well, we're supposed to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? So if we, for example, with my truth movement, when I had to come out with uh, the sales page to give people an idea that if they were looking at it, like, what is the purpose? Well, I have on there, you know, it is to build your confidence through discipline. It is to build your calling through, um, through submission, right? And we're going to do that in a community, uh, which is love. But at the end of the day, why am I doing that? Why did I create this? Well, one, I got another, you know, message in my spirit to say, to do that, to have a community that I could build other women of faith up you know, who are anxious and lonely or fearful or just looking for community and education. Um, But at the end of the day, why am I doing that? I can tell you how I'm getting there, but why? Why did I do that? And I was asked these tough questions through, um, through this course that I took. Why? What is it? What is it? And I sat back and I said, well, it's to get people closer to God. That is why I'm doing it. The highest purpose and the highest calling is to get people in closer alignment to God and his will for their life and not just, you know, be walking around on this earth, waking up every day, wondering what is it? What is your plan, Father? What is your plan? Well, when we seek first, and, and, that's, and that's a word like that I want you to, to really retain, first, we are to seek him first. So if we decide, if you decide right at this moment, I am going to live my life for you, Father. I want to be here on this earth to do your will, to fulfill your purposes and your plan. And I'm willing to be uncomfortable. And I'm willing to do things that I never even thought I wanted to do. I'm willing to learn new things. Well, there you have it. I mean, it's as easy as that, because if we're seeking him, he's going to come to us. We're going to see him show up in the most amazing ways. Let me give you a little example. I, when I was traveling, there was one stop that I, that we took was to England. We had a layover, Benjamin and I, and I had to do it super, super cheap. So that meant that we only had a backpack that we traveled with. We did not have um, seats. We did not have preferred boarding. It was literal. We did not have anything to eat or drink on the plane. It was super low budget travel. And I just had my backpack on. Well, we had been in. Oh, and I had a layover of like 12 hours. (laughs) That was a little intense. But. 
anyway, I picked it and we were in England. Well, actually, I mean, funny story is I thought we were going to, to leave and check out the town. So 12 hours would be great. Little did I know that they're, um, they were on strike at the time. So we could not get on the train because the trains weren't running. So we were at the airport hanging out for 12 hours, um, pretty much overnight. Well, the next day I was, I looked and I did not have a boarding pass show up in my phone. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I waited until the airline counter opened um, because they didn't even have kiosks. Like that's how budget this airline was. And so I'm standing in line and um, I have just my backpack on my back and I'm walking through this long line that was like an hour long at that point. And a lady says to me, her and her husband, she was with, she says to me, yeah, I was wondering why you were standing in the line when you don't have any luggage. And I said, yeah, I'm just traveling with my backpack. And she had said, um, we, we just got to talking and I, I forgot exactly what it was. Now I'm like falling off track here, but there was a reason that we had started talking and she said that she was looking at me and thought it was strange that I would be standing in line with no luggage. And then we just get to talking and I find out that she when I tell her my name, she says to me, um, oh my gosh, her name is Jody. I've always wanted to be called Jody. Matter of fact, when I was young, I changed my name to Jody. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. Well, then I told, then through talking and everything, she learned about my faith and, and, um, and I wanted to gift her a book. And I, when I went to give it to her, she just starts crying and she tells me, oh my gosh, sister, like I had just come to faith in God and I have just been struggling, trying to find like-minded women that I can connect with because I have lost family and friends when, when the Lord you know, changed me, changed me from a physical person to a spiritual person. There were so many things that didn't align in my life anymore that I had to get rid of and meeting you and hearing what you did all for the purposes of sharing love and truth with people. Um, and that you were called for this purpose. Like that has given me, I mean, she started bawling. And she was this um, Jamaican woman that lived in England. She had just found her husband, um, had just been married, not very long. Um, but her life changed when she started seeking God and walking in his will, you know? And, and that's what I mean, guys. It's like, if we're always seeking God and, and looking for him to show up, we're going to find him. And he's going to be there. And it's the coolest, coolest feeling and experience to know that you are on earth at this exact time and this exact moment for me to meet her. Like, 
it's it's just so mind blowing and it doesn't get more miraculous every single time things like this happens to me but that's because i believe that i am doing what god had called me to do i am seeking him i am honoring him i am loving up on him and guarding what comes out of my mouth for the most part, right? We're still sinners, um, but leading in love and, and trying to be that person that is loving and, and truthful and respectable and, you know, um, and so, yeah, so that's like where he, he shows up and how he shows up. And so now, you know, maybe not now if you're driving or um, wherever you are, but if you are in a space right now, I would encourage you to do this, to write down what is your mission in life? Not, not what do you like to do? What do you want to do? What do you hope to do? But ultimately, what is your mission? Because my mission is to bring people closer to God by being a testimony and a witness to his amazing love that he has had over me. And I didn't know that, you know, even when I wrote my book, Rare Courage, Standing for Right When You're Surrounded by Wrong. I thought, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to write a book. People are going to think that I just blew the whistle to write a book and, you know, to get out there. And, and it took me, you know, a lot of time before I even started writing a book. But God, but God, he kept showing up. He kept bringing the people into my life to help me. He kept giving me guidance. He kept showing me like, this is how I want you to write it. This is... You know, you remember all those social media posts, Jody, that you did in February? Use that and, and guide the story. Show people how you sought me first and how you chose faith over fear and put that down in black and white and share it with the world. All of those little things like, guys, I never thought I'd be an author. Never thought I'd be a radio host. Never thought I'd be a podcaster. Never thought I'd be a motivational speaker. I was happy in my job. I was at the pinnacle of my career. I didn't, I didn't want to change that. But morally and ethically, I could not be there anymore. And when it got to a point where I was just lit on my last I mean, I was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I can't keep seeing this anymore. I can't keep doing this anymore. God told me, record. And then he told me to expose it. And so that's what I did. And so now, you know, after two and a half years later, now finally, I just gave over HHS all of my videos because we're in the discovery phase now before we go to trial. So they have all of my videos now. And it's like, ha, ah, here you go. Here's my story. Here's 
here's what I was seeing. Here's what people were saying. Here's what was happening in the hospital that I am coming after you guys for. I am coming after you. Why? Why am I doing it? Is Jody O'Malley doing it? No. The Holy Spirit is leading me to do this. And he has shown me. So that's what I'm saying. What is your mission? Right now, like search your heart. Because God searches your heart. He knows what you want and what you need. But what is your mission statement? All of the great companies, every every non-for-profit, everywhere around the world has a mission statement. So what is yours? Write it down. Put it on a piece of paper. You know, it'll bring everything in your life together for you to show, like, what is your purpose? Why do you have the talents that you do? Those are gifts from God. Why did he give you that talent? Huh? Why are you so good at singing, maybe? Or talking to people? Or relating to people? Or driving a car? I mean, that might be a little bit of a reach, but what is it? What is your purpose? Because at the end of the day, aim for victory. Aim to glorify God. If you make that that your purpose, I'll tell you, man, you know, when we say no to temptation, to distractions, to habits, and we run this race, this race of life that we're in, with perseverance, we are going to do abundantly amazing things. Abundantly. And here in our country right now, guys, like this is an election year. Be prepared. Be prepared for something big to happen because it does. Every four years, they throw something at us. Now, I don't know. They're not going to try to uh, come down with lockdowns again. I don't believe. I believe enough people are like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. That's not happening. <laughs> I am never logging down again. Don't even tell me to put a mask on. Not doing that either. And I'm certainly not shoving a stick up my nose. Like, right. There's so many people that are. I think they they know they tested it. They they got their, you know, their shots in every arm and the plexiglass makers made a boatload of money and you know the circle sticker makers made a whole bunch of money everywhere. They got a lot of people to comply and a lot of people to follow it. But um yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But it's also about understanding like right now with the world being in such turmoil that it is, what is your purpose? And if you really draw closer to God, you're going to find it. He's going to show you 
No doubt. This may not happen overnight. You know, I submitted to him, like I said, in June of 2020. And it wasn't until August of 21 where he was like, all right, I see you suffered enough, um, but you followed me. You know, he, he knows my heart. He knows that I was all in it for him. And I wasn't going to make a move until he told me. And when he told me that bold move to make, I was all in. I was all in. I didn't consult anybody. I didn't consult my family. I released it. And I said, this is what I'm doing. Why? Because God told me to. Ah, wouldn't you like to say that? Wouldn't you like to say that to people like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Why? Because it's what God wants me to do. I'm living here. I'm living out loud. I'm living out loud for God. I'm living a focused life because I want to be in the will of God. Like wild. So cool. It, it, it's so cool to be like, huh? I'm, I'm waiting for a sign. I'm waiting for him to tell me something, but I'm, I'm being proactive, right? You're not just sitting around doing nothing. You're, you're doing what you feel that you're called to do. And as you're doing those things and you're searching God, right? You're looking at him. You're, you're reaching out to him when you wake up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, talking with him throughout the day, rejoicing with him, saying, thank you, father, for that. You know, sometimes I lay in my bed and I have just the most comfortable bed. And I say, oh, thank you so much for this bed. Thank you so much for my comfort right now. And that I'm happy and healthy and safe. And, you know, that's what I'm talking about with getting closer with him. I'm not saying that you need to show up to church every every time the door is open and you need to do those things because this is about a relationship and not a religion, right? It's all about that. And so I want to close out the show talking about living. Like, are you a reactive person? When something happens in your life, do you react right away? When somebody says something to you, um, are you are you just a reactive person? Because I would caution you to sit back. I used to be a reactive person. I was very reactive. So much so that I think in my life, I probably up until the age of 15 had maybe five or six major fights. And that's physical fights. Somebody says something, I mean, I was going off, right? I wouldn't throw the first punch, but if they came at me, I was going off. I was very reactive. Even in my marriage, you know, to a man that was 16 years older than me, a very abusive relationship, I was reactive. And I remember... On one of the times that we got back together, because I moved out, I was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like I was talking about at the beginning of the show, I had moved out so many times. And this time I was really like, okay, is this going to be good? He got his tickets to go take the kids to Disney World. And 
we were there and we were getting along. There was no stress. We weren't getting in arguments or anything. And we had the kids in, in this hotel and I had the most awful attack. My stomach started hurting. It was coming out of both ends and I just could not stop it. And after about 24 hours um, of not being able to rest, medications weren't working. I, I had said, okay, take me to the doctor. And looking back at it, I think the doctor knew, like he saw the dynamic, right? between me being a 20 year old and him being 34, like he could tell the age difference. He might've, you know, he was probably showing his butt, like how he was acting with the kids, with his patients, you know, they were like eight months and four at the time. Um, but what had happened was when he stepped out of the room, um, the doctor told me, listen, you have, you have the beginnings of ulcers. That's what's going on. That's why you're throwing up the way that you are. Is your life stressful? And I just started bawling. And I was like, I mean, we're fine now. We're in Disney World. It's supposed to be happy, you know? And, uh, and he said, listen, if you don't make a change in your life, you are going to be on medications for the rest of it. And I was like, what? I'm 20. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, I was, I was a healthy weight. I mean, I was essentially active, but I, at 20 years old, had this doctor tell me that I'm going to have to be on medications for the rest of my life if I don't figure it out. And so I decided that I'm not going to live reactively anymore. I'm not going to allow the people or situations and conditions in my life to affect my outcome and my journey. And I really just chilled out. And I didn't, you know, it wasn't very long after that, that I left him for good. I, I found this apartment and, um, moved in with my two kids, signed them up for uh, daycare, got help with the state with Medicaid. Um, I found out at that time that if I went back to school that they would pay me. So I got a job and that I was working part-time, dropped them off at daycare because the state paid for it and, um, and went to school. And then I had my family's help to watch the kids while I was in school because he was of no help. He was no, of no help. He really wasn't around much at all until maybe about three years later when I got into a relationship and he thought, oh, well, I better step up or else this man's going to raise my kids. Um, so yeah. So don't re live reactively. Don't let other situations or people or conditions or circumstances affect your life and your outlook on it. Look to God, right? Because now you have a purpose. Now you are mission driven, guys. <laughs>
I hope, I really hope to hear from you. I hope that this message touches you as much as it touched me. I'm going to put the link to this little nine minute sermon that prompted me to have a whole show on it in the show notes and um, really hopefully drive that message home for you. Actually, the title of the show, in case you don't get to the show notes, is, let me look it up. It's by Jonathan Kahn uh, on YouTube, identifying the things that are hindering your life. So that is the title of the sermon that prompted me to speak with you guys for an hour on it. And I really, truly hope that hearing my story and my struggles help you overcome yours and that you live out your out loud truth this year on, um, in 2024. So thank you guys. Thank you for listening to me and, um, and following the shows on the America out loud platform. Uh, if you go to your app store, you can download the America out loud talk radio app. So 24 seven, you just click on it and can hear from one of the other amazing show hosts. But also to check out Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with an encore at 11 p.m. Eastern. All of our shows go to podcasts on pretty much every single podcast network. And we would love to hear from you. So send us an email at nurses at americaoutloud.com. And um, until next time, guys, be safe, be well, and God bless you. It's time.